0: Ah. Grant froze Born in trouble Hey y'all what's good Welcome to the 36th episode of Born in Trouble I'm your host John X The ringleader (laughs) I don't know what they're laughing at right now but Welcome, 36th episode. How y'all doing this evening?
1: Welcome back. Doing well, bro. You just blew us all away a little bit. We've been chatting. Yeah. You, you had a nice level and all of a sudden you came on and I'm trying to get my hair back on the front of my head like really? you blew it all back. It's that high? Is my level too high yeah. for you? That's better? Is this better for it, it, you? No, you good. No, i now You good now. It's was just oh, okay. it was
0: good.
1: My bad. It's just that one moment. It was just a moment. You came in hot.
0: Must have been a must have been a glitch. Right, I don't, no, I can't call it. All right, well, sorry about that, fellas. I really sincerely am sorry. Welcome back from Detroit, Michigan, home of City Wings.
2: I guess he's missing two eight nine six West Grand Boulevard, Detroit, Michigan.
0: Yeah, Rusty.
3: Damn.
0: Tell Rusty Jones, Great Lancaster. You're rusty, bro. And get you back in the What show. up, though? We got to get you back in the gym. There must be a lag or something. (laughs) Is there a lag there?
4: Maybe I'm the lag.
1: Uh, He frozen again. From?
4: What I'm talking about with a big commercial smile exactly. like in the commercial it's like
0: you know what all we need to put do is put Velveeta over that picture right now cheese
1: from- <laughs> <laughs> see now why do you, you say it's cheese from new jersey i was gonna say i was gonna say brother look like he got like a new uh picture frame or something for christmas yeah exactly
0: mr robert brooks a great smile mr robert brooks how you doing
1: good morning one and
0: all good morning and doing G- great bro the man is back right, right now all right I think he's trying to. I think Grant is probably about to introduce his new cheese wings. (laughs) Anyway, from Los Angeles, (laughs) California. Looks like I'm the weakest link today. Grant. Hey. Gene
4: Hopkins. What the fuck? What? What? Uh, Hey, and and since I've been binging BMF, I'm going to hit you with a what up, dope. What up, dope. That's right. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) well this introduction
1: couldn't have went any worse seriously what up though Gene? you said you had some you said you said you had some stuff for us
4: oh yeah yeah let's just you know what I'm gonna jump right into some shit with y'all so last Friday my wife tells me she has to run to uh, Beverly Hills because her cousin came to town her cousin single 36 years old, uh, male, female, dermatologist, female, Okay, dermatologist, right. Out of Miami. It's cool. Holla. She said, you want to come negative? I got shit to do. <laughs> Rolls off. Text comes. I'm, I'm bringing Alicia home. Uh, uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. Okay, cool. They get home. I'm coming back from a long bike ride. It's hot. Mm-hmm. I say, what's up? Hit the shower. It's time for me to go pick up my son. Before I leave, leave out, though,
3: mm-hmm.
4: Uh, mm-hmm. I she, long story short, I give her a gummy. <laughs> <laughs> so you know where this is going. Uh, so, mm-hmm. so I give her a gummy. First, I qualify her. So do you puff? Yeah. Well, what happens when you puff usually? Oh, if it's it's that strong, I just go to sleep. Okay, cool. Yeah, go ahead. Eat one. Boom. I head out the door. Mm -hmm. I get back with my son approximately 45 minutes later. Mm -hmm. When I walk in the garage, I hear a conversation at the top of the steps, and it goes a little something like this. Go no! Over. Don't call nine one one. No! <laughs> don't call nine one one. And so I said, "What the fuck?" And so I, you know, I, I boogie on upstairs, and I say, uh, "No, we can't have nine one one at this house." <laughs> okay, you put the phone up right now. All right, she's she's stuck like a character out of a zombie movie. And looking at me and asking me if I would take her to the hospital. I said, I sure will. Let's go. Started to go down the stairs. She gives me another look and says, no, maybe I'll just go lay down. You go lay down there. Cool. You know, and I signal for my wife, take the phone, take her phone, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, get it. Yeah. So she So we're down there. And her phone keeps blowing up, and I know who it is. It's the nine one one. She has a Miami phone, but they don't know where she at. But when she calls them, she tells them, "I took something and I need help." Right. And so, so uh, now, what did I say she was? A doctor, right? Okay, so, 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 so the phone's ringing. So it's an iPhone. So I go ahead and turn that bitch off because you know, shit. Let's go ahead and cut the communication. You don't have to worry about nine one one. Next thing I know, that's that slow fire truck uh, uh, sound that I'm really familiar with. Mm. And so so they next door. So I give Gail the signal. Not a peep. (laughs) Windows closed. (laughs) No one's (laughs) home So I know they about to come knock on the door. Gail's panicking. And the girl is supposedly up there laying down in the room. So I go outside just to go ahead and thwart this. First firefighter, you called 911? Nope. Second firefighter, you called 911? Nope. Another guy come through my little bushes talking about, you called 911? I said, number three? No. And he said, what is number three? And I was like, you're the third one that asked me that in the span of 20 seconds. So no. I look over at the second firefighter who's looking in my face but pointing up to a window and i said huh i look up to the window now this is something out of a horror film with her having the blinds up like she's captive right in there waving down to the firefighter right (laughs) and so i look up at the window and i'm like Maybe she called. <laughs>
3: and
4: so and so uh and so I go back in the house and tell her and start yelling upstairs, yo, you gotta come holler at them now, you know. And so my wife helps it downstairs and she's outside and she's acting scared and gone and this and that. And then I just came out with it. I was like, Yo, uh, yeah, she took a gummy, this, that, and everything it was this much, and so on and so forth. and... Uh, I think she's a fucking doctor, you know, and I'm like, aren't you a doctor? You know, I looked at, cause I'm, 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 I'm almost, I'm Gotta almost in snap up. mode right now, because I'm thinking this is the setup, shit, you know what I'm saying? You don't, you know, you, you fucking up right now, you know, and I'm almost I'm trying to be cool, and she... And, and uh uh looking around and uh I said, look, man, they can't do nothing. And the firefighters was like, We ain't really we can't do nothing. She's like, You ain't give me an IV. The dude was like, nah, we ain't giving no IV. All we could do is give you a ride to the hospital. And I said, an expensive motherfucking ride at that.
3: Mm-hmm. And so
4: she was she was still dazed. I said, Look, we ain't gonna do nothing to you. Come on back in. <laughs> and then she started saying, No, I wanna go with them, right? And I was like, yo, take her, quick, you know, let her go with. Me. Anyway, long story short, my wife had to talk her out of the ambulance laying down, right? (laughs) Had to go in there and say, look, this might go on your license or something, your medical license. But when she heard that, all of a sudden, she come up out of that motherfucking ambulance, right? (laughs) And they was trying to brush it off anyway. They was trying to get rid of her you know they was like you know we need to get get going like there are real problems
1: going on somewhere because yeah,
4: because when she went to ambulance he was back talking to me he was like you want to try to talk her out of it again and i was like yo i think she's scared of me i think she thinks me and my wife drugged her ass and we're gonna do some old crazy <laughs> shit to her ass and stuff. so i don't even know you know uh uh and, and so and so did homie ask you if you had fly any more out at nine did he have That was, you if a, you had any that, was more that was approximately. That was approximately. No. firefighter said, "Oh yeah." Firefighter said, "Oh yeah, I took one of those one time. Shit, it fucked me up in a minute though, so, you know. But you know out here in Cali, you got you, they, they probably see a whole lot. I mean, they see this they've been seeing this shit for years, you know, out here, yeah. you know. And so it ain't nothing, but so she missed her flight at 9 and spent the night and the next day as soon as, you know, she's walking around quiet and this and that. And I said, "Uh, I said, is your high the experience over or what? Because <laughs> <laughs> she immediately started apolog- apologizing and this and that. But, yo, man, just uh, if I had a camera, I would have took a picture of her looking out the window. Like she was talking about kidnapped while I'm telling the firefighters, nah, ain't nobody calling 911 here, you know. Because then they start asking questions about was there a fight? Mm. And I already know where that goes. You know Domestic what I'm saying? violence. They yeah, yeah. Before they asking them questions, and they start thinking damsel and distress and stuff. Mm-hmm. And the Thing was, she was right. black. Because if she was a white lady, then police would have been there, right? Oh, way. you'd have been all types mm. of fuck. You know, mm. they would have been asking all these. Co- no, because I mean, you know, I would have took a hard line at some point. Look, do what you got to do, but without warrants, this, that, nothing. Nobody's coming nowhere. Fuck y'all. And if you'd you like to, um,
0: and <laughs> if you'd like to attend some of those Delta was the gummy each, that you gave her. And have you, you attained some of those Delta Eight bbcgummies.com. But go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> if you also like no, you know, a higher <laughs> experience, it was a
4: it was a twenty twenty. Yeah. You know, twenty twenty. No, oh, no but so no, bad. I got it. Yeah, I got a, uh, I got a, I have these pineapple twenty twenties that you may not have had yet okay. that I gave her, and these strawberry twenty twenties that I that you may that you probably haven't had yet because you you know I still got a lot of them old bears that you have. I'm almost mm-hmm. about to do bogo's on them motherfuckers just because they sit in there. I don't know how what I think the shelf life is long, but I don't know how long. So but, but anyway, uh, now this is this is a uh, this is like from a new batch with some hot with some hot with some really potent distillate that just okay. made with, you know, that, that I have in my closet that I take, you know, and I gave my mom one that really fucked up and it scared me. But this girl <laughs> was 20, 36 and she's a doctor. I'm thinking, OK, you know what the fuck you doing? You know, what I'm saying I'm sure you don't learn about some doses or something while you was in in training all them goddamn years of school, and you ain't come across no case studies where you familiar with this shit. Oh, they,
1: they they ain't talking that shit in med school, No, nah,
4: man. Man, they, they, man they, it ain't, I don't even think it's med school anymore. What are they producing?
0: <laughs> obviously, oh, no questions. Obviously, not good gummies.
4: You know, the, the paramedic ask her, "Are you are you taking anything else?" Guess what she said? She takes antidepressant meds too. And I was like, "Huh." <laughs> <My fits> <laughs> <real>. <laughs> I told Gil, "What the fuck? You bring her over? Here? <laughs> <laughs> you trying to blow this shit up?" <laughs> Gil was like, "My uh. bad, dog. My bad." <laughs> Oh
0: man. So but
4: that's... yeah, so that was the that was a The funny thing is this is somebody I've seen in over the last years, you know, in, in family shit, but it, it, I but I never knew her. I never talked to her anything. But that, that was our first interaction.
1: And okay. you're unlikely to talk to her again. Now. Right. <laughs> you keep Uh no, you trouble
4: nah, yeah. making ass over there. <laughs> nah, I already told Gail though. No, nah, we she need to miss us next time she comes to
0: Cardiff, <laughs> <what> <laughs> Well, geez, <laughs> thank you funny. for that rousing family family gathering <laughs> yeah. story, because that's what we're about here at Born in
4: Trouble Family. Keeping well, you family know, we're approaching gatherings.
1: Thanksgiving, so we're going to have, you know, it's that time of year when these things happen.
4: Gatherings do begin. Oh, yeah. It's going to be more of that, because I'm talking about, that's my signature at the mm-hmm. gatherings and stuff. Somebody's going to pray victim. Somebody's going to fall so it's like so it's like he's gonna fall (laughs) trying to hang with the big dogs
0: (laughs) you know there was always when we were kids there's always that one uncle that would reach into his pocket and give you something special you know so i guess you're the one that reaches in and gives those special treats to the kids
3: oh oh, you guys going for a walk
1: is that good you don't have any idea
4: you have you have have have, no idea
1: can you guys get rid of this while you're on your walk Take you have no idea.
4: It's like it's like, man. It's like dog food in a pond, man. When when I come around, man, the, they you don't even understand. They sprint. They they are, Everybody knows, and everybody stopping by, and everybody knows exactly what it is, and they all want it. Well, Grant, yeah, you just got it's crazy, and I didn't, and I never you got the imagined... briefcase with you. Oh well, I don't. I, you know, I, I mean, I don't enough for sale when I go to the family things, but yeah, I'll be. I'll be toting. I'll be toting a bunch of a bunch yeah. of collard greens for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's happy time for everybody we about to turn up. Well I'm talking about
0: Uncle sisters,
4: whoever. Uncle Gene is here. Uncle Gene is
0: here. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> oh wow. man, there's so many so many, right. many so They're many people right. with that. So many places you could go with that, but you do, you do no. good work though, because like, you know, you help other people come up from out of their depressions, but you didn't know she was on. It's like, you know, being that she was a, a medical doctor, she should have known not to over medicate. and with the and with their taking, back pain. Yeah. she's already taking antidepressants and now she's taking like, you know, it's like, that's just disrespectful of like, you know, the Delta she took that. She disrespected the Delta and she paid the price. And she's not invited to Thanksgiving anymore. <laughs> so let that be a lesson to you, kids. If you're gonna use if you're gonna use even legal drugs, use them responsibly. Please don't have the police don't be at windows here, 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 here. acting like Rapunzel, modern day Rapunzel, yelling down to the police officers <laughs> that you need help. Don't do that. The help, holiday season's help. upon us. The holiday season's upon us. We don't need that type of stress. We need turkey.
4: <laughs> None at all. We
0: need shipping supply lines no to be better. Leave that bird alone. Ain't do nothing to you. We need we need these supply lines to be better. Yeah, we do. But we don't need arrest. So, watch yourselves this year, kids. Watch yourselves. And I thought we were gonna have nothing to talk about today. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Gene. Grant, how sure, you doing? Man. You guys what?
4: watch Colin Kaepernick's show? That that'd be a good thing to talk about. I haven't watched.
1: it. You know, I haven't I'm seen good, that man. yet. How was it?
4: It was good, man. It, it that's right. It let it let, it let you it, it, it open the door and let let people into the light skinned world. You know what I'm saying? To the oh, to the things that you have that? to be dealt with when you you with your mixed race, you know. Mm. Oh no, I was <laughs> I, I was able to uh, relate to a lot of this shit for sure. Yeah, for sure. You well, know?
2: diaspora I was able we to
4: relate to a whole lot of that shit.
0: That's how I used to. Yeah, I still? was
2: just I was just talking to. A,
4: Go ahead.
2: I was just talking to a partner of mine about that show. Oh yeah. No, I was just saying I was just talking to a partner of mine about that show. He told me it was real good too.
1: Yeah, I, I got to check it out. I you know the. Obviously, they're blowing up the comment about, you know, the, the NFL combine being equivalent to a slave auction. Which it is. Um,
4: yeah, they've been saying say that for years. That. Yeah, they, but but know, I'm glad. I mean, the reality is. Yeah, right. I'm glad he, he put it like that because it it almost like the people have oh. been hearing it for years. It sounded like he just rehashed it. Mm-hmm. But he actually. But but Tell me was, when he it lied. Was, it was appropriate. Yeah, it's it, it, like. Was within context that's and everything like, else. It's
0: like we're living in a Christopher Columbus um, society where everybody's rediscovering this shit because that ain't the first time I've heard that that it's a comparison the comparison to a no. to a sleeve thing and it's pretty much apropos it's like it's perfect that's the perfect analogy for what it, what the draft is you take the shirts off you measure every part of their body
2: I guess jump tell me when you lie
0: hi uh, you know it's like there's no I, people
4: are so, he didn't lie he didn't lie about nothing and he exposed.
2: That's what I'm saying. Tell me when he lied. If he ain't lied, then we ain't really got nothing to talk. Yeah,
1: were, talk in, about. were you saying something? What happened?
4: No, I was just gonna say he exposed the truth. People have been saying
1: for years that the 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 draft is like an auction block.
4: Yeah. Oh yeah. No, he. Not only that, he was he was really giving you an insight to the whole culture of uh, uh all the way up because it was during his childhood. The culture is deep, from high school coaches to everything. Only place you have exceptions, of course, is in the South. But outside of the South, man, it's it's uh it's pretty much. I mean, you know, it's getting it'll be better now. They'll have to disguise it more. They'll have to disguise their intent. But yeah, man, I mean, they was just basically putting up. I mean, they've been doing that for years, putting up what they call the prototype. I don't explain what what his understanding of their prototype is, which is somebody that looks like them after he uh, defined it and everything else. And he put historical context to everything that he was claiming and, and every uh, position and stuff. And shit, man, I, I made, my, I made uh, Noah watch it. He actually liked it.
0: I don't believe they're going to change it. I think you know, there's, right. there's a little bit, there's a couple right, of interesting things going on right now with the NFL. With um, Y'all saw that receiver that T-boned the car the other night. He was doing like a um sixteen miles per hour.
2: Oh damn, I feel like a buck
0: fifty. Yeah, about a buck fifty. You know, and um I not feel
2: bad for him. Yeah.
0: I, didn't I feel do. bad for him. Well yeah. I, feel bad I
2: felt for him. I felt bad for the chick. I felt fat, bad for the people that he ran into. Definitely. I mean he oh, out yeah. there being a dumbass. Fuck him.
1: He is out there being yeah, a Yeah,
4: I mean, but I've been that I've been that before
1: for sure. I, I, I one, I've been that dumbass. Not a miles an hour, but sure. Unfortunately, no, that's what, no the, drug <laughs> that's <laughs> what, what that, the drug what does. That's what the drug does.
4: Three out of four of us. It? What was the drug? He was
0: drinking. Yeah, oh. He was drinking. But here's the deal. Um, receiver for the Giants, the rookie, came out and he was like, listen, he made a mistake. Everybody makes mistakes and everything, and it's bad. I'm praying for all the families and all the people that are that are like him that happened with this. He got released automatically right away. $250,000 bail. Is what he had to pay Mm -hmm. to get out, and now he's looking at an uncertain future, and as he should be looking at an uncertain future, there are consequences for your actions, and that's what's like missing. Um, the only thing I have the, the only thing I don't like about it is the usual it's the optics of it. The brother goes out and he does that, and he's going to obviously pay for whatever it is, whatever he did, and a lot of people are condemning him. At the same time, I saw an article in the news today about a cop who hit this woman who's now 24 years old, can't walk, very pretty girl, um, hit her car when he was drinking, and because of the people that came on the scene, other police officers, they botched the trial, they botched everything, Mm -hmm. so there's no consequences for him whatsoever. I don't think that the action or the consequences, whatever happens to this young man, are like too harsh because he did it and it happened. My problem is the fact that everyone being up in arms about this, but turning their back about that. There's a lot of those people that will sit there and will make those large comments about him, and that's essentially what the receiver was saying. He was saying that, look, this happened, and it's fucked up. He's going to pay for it and everything. I pray for everybody, everyone. His family loses something too. You know, he's a rookie. He had all that money because of his dumb actions.
1: Alcohol doesn't make you smarter. No. It doesn't make you more responsible. It doesn't make you make better decisions. I mean, it, it is what the drug does. But at the same time, I always find it astonishing that we punish athletes way harsher for this stuff than we do People who have regular jobs, normal lay people, you know, as if all the work that he put in. i yeah, so, well, yeah, giving all didn't... the work that he put in, you know, they're like, Oh, it's a privilege. It's a privilege for him to play. Not, not privilege. Not work his it's ass terrible. off to play. No privilege. Yeah. He earned that. He's going to have C.
0: Yeah. He's going to have C.E.T. Tour. I
4: mean, all of it's terrible. It's go ahead. He's going to have what C-
0: C- C- CTE to deal with every football yeah, it's,
4: player it's, it's, does. Well, well, I don't know who which one of y'all mentioned it, but but man, can you think the fucking domino effect from that is just crazy? And I'm just talking about the personal domino effect. You know, I don't know uh, anything about his family, but if it's if it's typical then, you know he was the cornerstone, his, everybody's hopes was hung up right. on that. Everybody's right. self esteem was hung up on his. You mm-hmm. know, this and that and everything else, and so. You know, it's just when I heard about it, I was like, "God damn, boy!" You know, I could You know, it just that shit happens, man. That shit happens, and it's a, it's a, it's, and the fun. The thing is, though, they say though, if you get a DUI, man, you done not did it a hundred times without getting caught. That's right.
0: He let his entire if family get a DUI. Yeah.
4: Ain't nobody drinking once and getting a DUI, is what they say. Yeah, exactly. Say. It's, it's
0: behavior. It's behavior.
2: Yeah, and, and then
4: and so, uh, oh,
1: man, shit.
4: That's just I me, don't know.
2: Let me just hop in real quick just saying from from a from a first responders perspective mm-hmm. right i've seen accidents bro like i, I saw some motherfuckers burn up in a car like alive and you could hear them screaming about it mm-hmm. you know what i mean i've seen people get limbs torn off all types of shit in auto accidents so to me an auto accident is the worst call that i can get right um so for this dude and and not not just to vilify him but for professional athletes there's a i've heard i don't know this to be a fact because i don't think i i don't really know any professional athletes but i've heard that there's a number that they can call wherever they are they can get a car to come to them um on the on the team's dime or the nfl's dime or however that works mm-hmm. i mean there's uber There's all type of shit, man.
0: And that was one of the points.
2: I mean, you could have an accident in an Uber, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, I get it. But if you impaired and you out here doing 150, you deserve whatever you get, man. Yeah,
1: but the thing is, you know, part of the impairment, like I said, it doesn't make you make better judgments. Like, he was twice the legal limit. Like, when you twice the legal limit, you're not thinking about the responsible way to get home. You just, like... Alcohol just gets you focused on what's in front of you, mm-hmm. like and everything else. The rest of the world just goes away. And so, and he, you know, you need. that's piece. when you need a friend to be like, yo, Holmes, you need to jump in a cab. You can't be driving here tonight.
2: Here's the other piece, though. He's Superman. You know what I mean? I mean, this dude is this dude is an athlete. It ain't nothing in his life, probably that he ain't been able to accomplish. He ain't been able to do it and get away with it, whatever, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. So there's an air of invincibility that he has. I mean, the dude is only like 22, 23. I don't even think he's 23. I think it's like 22, 21. Yeah. So there's an air of invincibility that he has. There's the snake oil in him. There's, you know, he's a professional athlete. So now the head is gassed. The whole, you know what I mean? The whole nine. I mean, I get it. I get it, bruh. But I mean, at some point, somebody got to be there to rein him in.
0: Well, he's he's and the,
2: unfortunately um, for him, he didn't have that. It's too
0: right. late. He's the embody, He's the embodiment today of what they, what Dr. Kimye would say is um, toxic masculinity, and um, everything that's been put forward to him, he's been pushed forward his
1: entire I, 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 life. I think he's more of the. A, a, I think he's more an example of the toxic American culture where we drink to get torn down every day right like we're one of the few countries where people drink to get torn down like everything yeah. in america revolves around drinking name one thing in america that does not revolve around drinking like what you know i travel all the time if you Smoking. are <laughs> well, you know, it ain't legal most places but if, if you so we get out of work at you know 11 o'clock at night name one place you can go at 11 30 at night that doesn't really revolve around drinking
4: Right, right. Like all nice. the
1: places that are open late night for you to socialize revolve around drinking. Sunday brunch, which used to be a very nice meal. You can't go to mimosas Sunday brunch long. unless it's got mimosas, unlimited mimosas. Two that's for right. one this. That's why they the should call it revolving around drinking.
4: That's why they should call bars legalized Russian roulette. <laughs> mm. you, you could come legally get your ass t- towed down mm. and you could and, and go drive. I mean, come on, man! You know, shit. They're, they're, I think for everybody who get for every one DUI out there, there's probably what 500 DUIs that didn't oh. get one. Oh, easy. And, easy. and
1: by the definition, the most states, by <laughs> yeah, most states' legal definition. <laughs> yeah. Well, you yeah. Know, um, it, it's easy to it's easy to to get to get to that number.
0: Well, it's interesting that we're talking yeah. and talking I'm about bars you. where people go and they drink too much, they drink to excess, and get behind the wheels and do these very macho things. He's going out and he's driving his I'm pretty sure his like um sports car. I don't know what type of car it was that he was driving with his
4: girl at the time. It was. I saw the it back. A Corvette. It. it was a Corvette. Yeah, it was doing the buck. It's, it's something.
0: They were past him doing 136. Corvette. But, you know, um, right now, another interesting thing about this, he fits into a category of young men. And I don't know if you guys had saw this, but in 2019, they did a study in Nearly two-thirds, which is 61% of all deaths of twenty ten to 24-year-olds worldwide, were boys. Um, the reason why, in that number, that in Latin America, the number is actually three times more. And so what we're seeing is that you're seeing that young men are dying at a higher rate right now. And one of the reasons why they're saying is that the report suggested that there are conditions... That women are now being, being balanced and institutionally protected. And boys, men, masculinity is being left behind. So we have this receiver who grew up in this extremely masculine type of atmosphere. And he goes out and he makes the argument for tamping down masculinity. With what he did, his actions were all drinking, everything that you're supposed to do, be a macho man, big strong guy, whatever. So now he's going to pay the price for it. But the flip side of that coin is that by suppressing masculinity, it seems to be having an adverse effect on young people. What do y'all think about that? How do you balance that? How would someone so like what is soldiering? Is
4: that to- is is that is that toxic masculinity too? Well, soldiering.
0: Well, some people would make an argument that aspects of what goes on in the army is toxic masculinity. Now, I saw someone else. The reason why I'm bringing this up is because I saw another, I saw someone else. I think it was on The View this week because, you know, unfortunately, if you live with a woman, you know, you might have to watch The View sometimes. So I saw in the view it was one of the guests. And Don't give us no
4: excuses why you like to watch right. the event. Well, listen, <laughs> I don't exactly. mind watching it. <laughs> we,
1: we grew up in Brentwood. You, you, you're looking at Sonny Hostin?
4: <laughs> okay, I, I don't
0: mind. I don't mind. You're okay. looking at young. Know, look, listen, yummy. I'm looking at. If I'm looking we at Sunny Hostin, we know
4: you like watching. If I'm women. looking at,
0: if I'm looking at Sonny Hostin, I'm looking at Sonny Hostin saying, "You and me probably would last about five minutes in a room together," because I would say something and she'd just be upset and she gets Who very. Is that? She's one of the hosts on the View, and she gets very dug into her positions. And I know that she's not the type of person that's even open to any type of change whatsoever. And me and people that are that rigid do not get along. You know, hundred and ten percent. So I would avoid Sonny Hostin.
1: I think that's just a television personality.
0: I don't think that's a television personality. I think that's her personality. I she's a highly I'm not. Right. I, I'm not knocking her. She's a highly successful, but she was a highly successful attorney before she even got on the View. And one of those things is that that rigidness is what made her so successful. And I recognize that. And being that I recognize that, I know that I would I would be better off if I did have any type of relationship with her as a friend. Hypothetically, it would only be like you know in passing. You know, it couldn't be anything that we spent any specific time together because like you know she'd probably kill me
1: or attempt to
0: and she'd be she's since she's a
1: hypothetical in there because they're... because what
0: because what
1: yeah you threw that you threw the hypothetical in there so that you don't have to put it all on the cutting room floor
0: no i know it, it's true i mean we wouldn't if i had if i would <laughs> listen One of the things about, I I read people pretty well and I know who I mesh with and who I'm not going to mesh with. So it's like, I try to keep it cordial and I would probably just keep it cordial with her hypothetically. I don't even know how we got on this fucking twist and everything once again with, but I was watching this person on, I was yeah. watching this person. It was person. all that you. you? Us. It was no, all it was you. Robert, Robert. You were Robert. talking about The View. Yeah, I was talking about The View and there was this one woman who came on. You this were talking movie. about how you were
4: watching, uh, you were talking about how you were looking over Diane's shoulder watching The View.
0: Okay, all right. So anyway, so I'm watching The View and this woman <laughs> is saying about this whole thing about masculinity. She's like, I I like masculine men. I don't want, like, you know, a soft man to come come and help me to change my tire when I need my my tire changed. When I need electrical stuff done, I want a man to do it. You know, there are certain things that men are made for that other people are not made for. They're just not as good at it. You know, it's
1: physical things. There are physical differences. The tire didn't come around until until well after man was created. I, I think that's a, a gender-neutral thing. She's Electrical? giving that... She okay, so a, a rock. A rock. Like, if she needs a like rock put he, on her if wagon. He, if he's swishing and he gets your elect- and he changed out the fuse, it's, it's good. Yo, listen, but this is her yard point of... Work, it sounds like is, she got a little fantasy she's working through. Yeah, it's possible. Does it have to be it's a fine. Spanish man Just if it's yard work? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Alejandro. <laughs>
0: Are you talking about, the yard or or day, talking about the yard work or are you talking about or... the pool work? Whichever one. Who's delivering your pizza? It's whatever your fantasy is, bro. Any you any know game. what I'm saying? You could be, it, your name could be Doug and Alejandro okay. could the, be the, your fantasy we as well. Tell us about it. Whatever floats your boat, bro. That's it. But the point is, what she was the statement that she was making is that masculinity needs to be lag a little today? bit more.
4: I don't know, man. Are you
0: guys getting me in a lag or something? Is that what it is? Because it seems like I'm talking and y'all are responding like five minutes later, but I'm hearing you. It feels like you're hearing us in a lag. Maybe that's
4: perfect. Yeah, it feels like you're you're hearing us in a lag, for sure. I thought you was being rude as fuck at first, but then Rob kind of opened my eyes and shit, you know? To me, it sounds perfectly fine. (laughs) Fuck y'all. I think y'all
0: fucking with me now. I think you're fucking with me. This is why you never do a podcast with your friends. Because they can get together and they can fuck with you in different ways and you don't even realize it until it's too late. So let just say, fuck you, Rob. Fuck He's you, Gene. Slurring, like, really Stop excited. playing with me.
2: Stop playing
0: with me. <laughs> I will end this recording right now. Wow! I will end it. Y'all are hilarious. I will end this bro, recording bro.
4: right now. <laughs> that yeah. right there. That's right. That
1: was something
0: right there.
4: Y'all God are damn.
2: hilarious,
0: bro. So I guess that Fire you guys have. I guess you guys have nothing to say about this adolescent thing and men killing themselves and you know all the no, stuff. No, well, you, you just, know All what? you want to do I, is you know you on I'm gonna me. tell
4: you something. I. Yeah, there's a lag. There's a lag. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you. I'm going to tell you this, that I, I believe that uh, they're kind of like intertwining toxic masculinity and white supremacy. And I'm going to tell you what I mean. So the, the the where does it come from? Toxic white men, of course. Right. And then, uh, of course, everybody underneath that imitates it. Uh, if 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 they're, you know, in a similar role or something or they aspire to assimilate to it. Uh, but it's uh I agree that a lot of that shit is unnecessary. I don't like bullying, I don't like uh you know some of the dummies that would bark the loudest orders and shit you know and in the service and in municipal work and shit and everything else and they would it, it was a it was a machismo thing you know it was and I don't like men who beat their women mm. you know uh and I grew up in a time where you saw that shit. Mm, that's I didn't see it in my house, but I, I saw it close enough to me, you know? And so uh, uh, I don't I don't like any of that that might fall into toxic masculinity, but man, I'm about like Dave Chappelle, man. We need to clean up some other shit before we start going on all these fucking tangents, man. Mm. <laughs>
3: that's
4: just mm. how I feel about <laughs> it, shit. <laughs> we, got, we got legacy shit to clean up.
2: Well... You know, I don't even I don't even think I really understand. I don't think I understand what toxic masculinity is supposed to be. I mean, I understand. I understand terrible behavior. Uh-huh. But why is the terrible behavior associated with being masculine?
0: Mm,
2: that's you, you understand what I mean? I mean, if even, even if a man does it
4: I, it, I think it has to do with straight. I think it has to do with. With physical strength, like is at the at the core of it. So you don't you can't have toxic masculinity if a man was unable to physically overpower a woman, you know, in many cases. In most cases or whatever. Here Kevin Samuels talk, <laughs> so they're the same size now. You know right. Saying? But so, but not, but in most cases, so I think that's the foundation of it is the old you can't whoop my ass. So what you know what I'm saying? So this is the way it's gonna be. And, and that's why I mix it with white power, because that's that's where that shit comes from. Like, so, you know,
2: the- So I'm with you. I'm with you on the white power part. I can see that. But I'm just saying things that I've heard that have been termed as toxic masculinity.
1: So is this the line for Dragon's Maze? Wow, the line is really long. Mommy, no we'll shade. meet up later. How long will you wait? As long as it takes. So you guys are only going to do this one ride all day? It won't be that long, probably. Mom,
0: can you get us food?
1: Wait, wait are they cutting? Caleb, food is so far away. Should I say something? Daddy,
0: pick me up. Mom! Hey,
1: there's a line here. Daddy, swing That's like 20 me. people. Oh one person holds the line for 20 people?
0: This is bull. Don't go there. Go on a real vacation. Go RVing. Learn more at GoRVing.com.
2: Don't have anything to do with necessarily me overpowering somebody or you know the perpetrator of this toxic mas- masculinity overpowering somebody because i've heard toxic masculinity be associated with uh just like wor- words you know what i mean like you know well, I, some go ahead Rob. Uh,
1: toxic masculinity a lot of it comes out of the emergence of women in the work culture and you get into these places where guys behave like it's a frat house yeah and you know the only thing that we tell the women is well y'all just got to deal with it y'all just got to like we really gotta do we really gotta deal with you talking about the strippers you know that you went to last night do we really got to deal with you making pussy jokes all day like do we really got to deal with you hitting on the secretaries all day i think that's a lot of the stuff that's at the root of toxic masculinity and the the inability of some males to sort of modulate their behavior or moderate their behavior in the presence of women
0: well, that's what's going on right okay.
1: now. Yeah. What, so I so go ahead. So to that yeah.
2: end, isn't that exact? Because that culture is a Caucasian or European culture in this in this country. It's not. That's not typically because we're not typically in those in those environments. It, to that extent, you Atlanta, know what I mean. In
4: Atlanta, it's, it's pretty it's I was. I mean, it's, it's, uh, but they got fucking toxic. What's the opposite? Feminine? Feminine. It's Feminine. called the Real
1: Housewives television uh, franchise.
4: But they have the opposite mm. in many cases, in some cases, but there was a lot of just dogs, man. I'm talking about, I'm talking about just dogs. I'm talking about somebody who, you know, who just anytime someone passes anytime this and that and everything else and, and I mean it was no let up like you know but but that may be because it was a sales floor but I don't know but I know that I've seen it all my life in every regular okay. job I had I've seen Okay. It. Yeah.
2: So so let me ask this if we if there is toxic masculinity and there's toxic femininity
4: mm-hmm.
2: is there toxic Homosexuality as well, oh yeah, oh yeah. Toxic transgenderism. I mean, transgenderism? Think, I, I, mean I don't, think, I don't know. You, you think know, about I mean, like, I don't like, like, well, like a, but...
4: like a six-seven gay nigga named Bruce, right? So you, you think? No.
2: So, 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 <laughs> so that's jailhouse. Is, is
4: that's
0: jailhouse?
2: Is toxic, <laughs> right?
4: Right. So, I'm giving so, you an example of that. I'm telling you, man. A dude shook my hand one time. That shit was toxic, man. And that dude was six seven, bro. And I'm talking to him about yeah. You know, I, I felt like I wanted. To, I felt like I wanted to cry out. The dude asses. was just gay, and he was like, "This is what like that. It was just a hit, like you know, what's like going your- on? No, he was hollering." Say, but it was toxic because I felt intimidated but maybe that's just my problem maybe it's phobia on my'm yeah, you saying
0: your ass is my ass I'm just saying it wasn't really
2: official right I like you and I want you is that was that the conversation and I'm gonna
4: have you no i like that nigga, that nigga and I tickled, want you. he tickled my hand when we shook hands
0: oh oh that's hilarious oh yeah that's hilarious I used to do that in elementary that's, that's
4: all he tickled with yeah. your hand Oh, hell yeah, because I snatched that shit back and, and automatically bladed my stance. You know oh. what I'm saying? Because this dude was intimidating. You know what I'm saying? I snatched it back and automatically put the left shoulder forward. You know what I'm saying? Because it ain't <laughs> Just in case I... have offend him you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> your pants but up no but there. no what? i i i say that in jest uh i don't know that i don't know if there's uh toxic uh homosexuality they would think probably i would say they would argue that since they're very very marginalized that that's an impossibility sort of like a black man being a racist but i don't know Tell yeah,
1: that but to uh, Terry. They're, they're, see, you can create a toxic any environment. You can create a toxic environment anywhere. Go. Like Tell that to Terry they, they, Cruz. we can't be racist because we don't control structures, and racism is about right. structures. Right. So uh, yeah. know, that's why we can't be racist because we don't control structures. But well, you know, we can create. You can create a room that's hostile to white people. You can create a room that's hostile to straight people. Like you can get toxic with almost any culture if you let it run rampant.
4: But they probably would argue that it's more in defense than offense.
1: Mm. You think that, you know, they would probably that, say, "Well, you shouldn't have come into this room if you didn't want if you didn't want to hear this."
0: Did you think? Do you think that's the way Terry Crews felt when the yeah, man right, tried right, to fondle him? When the guy fondled him at the Hollywood party, that was like tried you know, to said know, he grabbed grabbed he
4: them, grabbed them nuts. Yeah, grabbed <laughs> <Got> nuts. them nuts. <laughs> nuts right. You can pretty much. <laughs> he didn't want to, Why he, I, I'm, I, just, I I just I, Well, you know what? The reason why I'm like DL Hughley though. Look, man, why you ain't. Yo, it's time for a two piece if you feel yes, like right. that, man. I mean, <laughs> yo, well, I, the... I don't know if I would have just rolled that out and then got on TV said, "Yeah, you know, I'm a victim." Me too.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, you right. see, but but the point is, well, the, the reason why I'm not gonna, the reason why I'm not gonna laugh at that, and the reason why I'm gonna just like you know, keeping it 100. It's like Rob, you said that a to- you can create a toxic environment anywhere out of anything. And at that time, Terry Crews is kind of compromised. At mm. that point in time, you know, a lot of people they don't like they don't like him because of X, Y, and Z. And like, yo, know, there's a lot of people I don't like that I agree with that in certain situations. I happen to agree with his assessment of that situation. Don't fucking touch me, you know. Not just because not just because I'm not just don't touch me. Don't touch me. It's my I space. Agree too. It's my space. Yeah, I have the right to not. do that.
4: So everybody agree, I'm talking about how he handled it.
0: Yeah, how he hand well listen, how do you handle that though?
4: But he jumped on the me too movement with it.
1: Yeah, but how See do you- I see
4: I'm Hold on, you look like, like that dude. You look you look like that dude in training day they asked you to play the part for. You know what I'm saying? Like, do flipping pigeons and shit. You right. go to that character on his ass if you have to. Or the cheeseburger man in the longest yard where he played the cheeseburger. Yeah, I'm just like... yeah, like, cheeseburgers you know, in his pockets. Keep, that
1: was a mistake on your part, and just keep it moving. Yeah. Like, the, I'm not raising the temperature of the room on that, you know.
0: You see, but this is, but these aren't,
4: you this can is, handle a situation. That like that.
0: that's, that's, yeah. See, but this isn't a, this isn't a that. normal, I respect that, But Rob. this isn't a normal situation, though. That's the whole point. There's not, there are not a lot of, like, there are not a lot of male victims that are going to come you do out. You Puffy grabbed your nuts, ex? Puffy never grabbed my nuts. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> don't even, don't even go there. I ain't oh, talking about that about, was it,
4: Who was it Steve Harrell Somebody grabbed your nuts
0: No none of them <laughs> Listen none of the bad boy dudes Ever grabbed my nuts <laughs> And everything I'm, It's not that type of party Okay
4: You know
0: what I'm saying Me I didn't have to I don't have to worry I don't have to worry about that You know Usually nut grabbers They know who's nuts to grab And who's nuts to stay away from You know But obviously he felt like And you know what yeah, That's, right. That's when, the point right there And when, and when you're talking about He felt like Terry Crews When you talk about Terry <laughs> <Yeah>. Crews <Cruz, laughs> yeah. It's You're like it. he kind of thought that there was a like, there was an opening there where he might be able to get some, he might be able to get one off whatever that is. But simple fact is, I mean, look, some of the people in the Me Too he didn't movement, know there was a
4: problem until he heard it on Me Too,
0: right? Well, listen, some of the women in the Me Too movement, you know, um, McGovern. When you talk about the truth about these or about all of the situations with it, it comes down to slut shaming. But she's the one that. Wore nothing to the Academy Awards at one time, so it's like Harvey Weinstein. I'm not saying it's right what he did. I'm definitely not saying it's right. I'm saying it's wrong for him to put his hands on her. Whatever you could be right. You could be butt, butt naked in front of me. I'm not touching you unless you are inviting me to touch you. That is just like that's just me. It's simple, but when these things, when you're in these situations, this is one. These so are if they one come of reasons up to your why.
4: Hotel room is that.
0: If they come up to your hotel room, what are you talk about? Like, which which one? Which one? He, the whole point is like Is these, that an automatic? I mean, is that an, is that an invitation? Or, no. Nah. Or, the point of these conversations is that these things I mean, are complex, and every situation no. needs to be dealt with on an individual basis. The same way that we as black people don't like being profiled for being X, Y, and Z just for being in a neighborhood, um, they shouldn't be profiled either. None of us should have that. Should have to carry that burden of profiling when you walk through. That's what's going on with um, the owner of the Sun, Sarver. This guy, he said some terrible things. He said a lot of that's- racist things, or racial things, and also he's, like, talking about his wife giving oral sex at meetings and, like, all these different, these, like, crazy things. And that's, like, what you said, Grant, and what you said, Gene. It's, like, that is... The white privilege of ownership. I don't they even know if it's white. Hand. I don't even know if it's white privilege as much as as it is power dynamics. He's the owner of the team. If it's a black person doing the same thing and he's the owner of the team, is it a racial issue or is it a power dynamic? So we need to start looking at these power dynamics a little bit differently. The gay person who does that to Terry Crews and everything—he's not doing it. He's doing it because he's a fucking pervert who's like, you know, who gets off on the power of forcing boss, someone right? to do something. He was a boss. The person, the owner of the Suns, he's getting the... off. It's a power dynamic. He can get away with whatever it is. Generally, what you see is that people who people do things that they can get away with. And I was thinking about the Netflix part. I was reading about Netflix this week and, you know, filling in the last parts of this Dave Chappelle situation. And one thing that struck me is that Netflix was an extremely, extremely trans-friendly company. They didn't start out that way, but they morphed into that way. And I, reading the article, when I got done reading it, I started thinking about it afterwards. I was like, these people are kind of making the argument for not being a trans-friendly company. And the reason why I say that is that their main complaint is that HR was doing most of the work of building, they were doing most of the work of an HR company by building the policies and commenting on the policies. And as black people, all we've ever wanted was a voice and a chance to set policies and to set understandings and be able to bring our people in. This company went from like four people one year And they started hiring all these, it was known as a trans-friendly company and hired a lot of transsexual people. And they set up committees. They allowed them to have a voice. But because they allowed them to have a voice and set precedent, I don't think that they're, they're not looking at it the right way. They were actually trendsetters at that company. Any company that's going to go behind them And they're looking for ways to deal with the transgender population that they have employed at their companies is going to look at what happened at Netflix. They were going to look at them anyway because it's the first time anything was done on that level. And this is the legacy that they are leaving. If you hire a lot of trans people, you give them a voice and the say in the company, eventually they're going to turn against you. That's what it is. Because let's be honest, I'm a black person. I go to work for Netflix, right? I look at some of the program programming that they have. That's based upon
4: you're a black trans.
0: Can't that's, no, that's,
4: no. I'm just a I'm
0: just a regular black person in this scenario, <laughs> and I'm looking at this stuff, and I'm looking at a lot of these posts about okay. the about the proud boys glorifying the proud boys and things of that nature. Now I walk into HR and I say. I don't think you should be producing that type of film. I don't think you should be putting that out. Because people don't need to see this. So now I'm becoming so now as a black person, what are they gonna say to me? Motherfucker, what world have you lived growing up in? The world that you grew up in does this all of the time.
4: All right, go get me some coffee.
0: Go get me some coffee, boy.
4: Go get me some
0: coffee. You know? That's what they're gonna that's what they're going to say. So what I'm saying, it's like none of this stuff is easy. And it just seems to me like they, want it to, like they want it to be easier than it's supposed to be. And it's not supposed to be easy. You're trendsetters. You're having the conversation. You're having dialogue. You're starting, you're starting things. And in return, you're about to sue the company, the hand that bit you. And now those like 10, 15, it'll end up being great. At the end, because like really the way I look at it, they can't lose the suit. No one's like, you know, they're going to get paid off by Netflix or whatever. And it's going to be great for those like 30, 45 people who worked at Netflix. Every other trans person who's ever trying to get a company, get a job in the business, though, it's going to make it three times harder for those people. Because now people are not going to want to handle you, going to want to give you a job and deal with all of the things after they've already opened up to you. They've given you an opportunity. They're actually they're actually saying that this is wrong and we want to fix these mistakes. And the trans community is trying to make them pay for the mistakes of other companies in the past. They're biting the hand that feeds them. That was just my take on the whole thing.
4: That's what I was thinking when you were talking yeah. Not not only that back to back to point number 1. Man We got original sins. We got to fucking fix before. I I just can't be on board with every goddamn, uh, you know, just strife going on. You know, I can do what touches me directly, but look, man, you know, we got we got other. I think that's all David's saying. Oh yeah, we got we got original shit to fix, and so therefore, I'm a comedian and I'm gonna make fun of the low-hanging fruit (laughs) so so, let me let me
2: let me i don't i don't know if anybody saw did did y'all see uh in china they they outlawed non-masculine images on television no like all images in china male images in china can no longer be can no longer be questionable like it has to be a masculine image so there'll be no more guys right. in pink shorts with blue oh, one right. ones on. Oh, right. okay, I got you. Yeah, right. no, I didn't so, know they did that. Yeah, they they trouble. did they, they did this like maybe last week, two weeks ago. Whenever whenever I read the article, but anyway, um, what's the penalty? If I don't know what the penalty is, but it, I mean, but it's China though, you know. What what I mean? So there's no, TV. there is no, there is no penalty because you're not gonna not do what the fuck they yeah. said.
1: Mm-hmm. You, you could know always know get man? reeducated. Right. The <laughs> right. Yeah,
2: yeah. So uh, uh, the I mean, I'm I'm just saying, I guess, I guess my point is you have representation, right? Like you have images of transgender on TV, you have images of transgender in movies everywhere, right? So it's 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 a normal part of our society, right? So if it's a normal part of our society, why can't we why can't you talk about it like why can't you make jokes about it i mean i i don't i don't think those are the, i don't think those jokes are necessarily low hanging fruit i mean maybe they are but i don't i don't think that's necessarily what the low hanging fruit joke is you know what, well, what i mean I, I, and particularly not not the way that not the way that dave Chappelle tells the joke you know what i mean it's not just oh uh you know you you dress like a woman or whatever whatever the right, fuck right, you know what right. i mean the dress the joke might be right. like when Michael Richards when Michael Richards uh you know mm-hmm. uh, Kramer from Seinfeld when he was like oh he's a nigger you know what yeah. I mean that's that's low hanging fruit
3: mm-hmm.
2: you know what I mean if if that's all you have to say is oh he's a nigger yeah that ain't, that
4: ain't no comedy fruit that ain't, right that ain't
2: right but that ain't what that ain't what that ain't what Dave did they've had an actual commentary that had some yeah. humor in it
4: Mm-hmm. yeah I' won't, when I when I say low hanging ever, I agree with everything you say when I say low hanging I'm just saying that they're good material well in my opinion you know uh, and I'm gonna tell you something Tiffany haddish had a special and she had a trans dude on uh, female I guess that's what she prefers but who was once a dude or who is a dude but not without the surgery. But and that's part of her stick. You Let's know, just say like you don't know what the little white boys is. in the elevator right. trying to crawl up on her and they you know you it right. no, she it's a she pro now. Okay. Uh, I just had to think about it. But uh that's part and and I'm talking about funny as fuck. You go listen you you look her up on Tiffany one of Tiffany Tiffany Haddish Netflix special. I'm talking about Oh you know, flame. She was, huh? talking about yeah, flame yeah.
2: Yeah, flame, flame Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard yeah I heard Flame on Corey Holcomb. I heard flame on Corey Holcomb. Yeah. But he's funny though.
4: Yeah, yeah. And so, and so, you know, what I mean by it is just the it's almost like uh if you know something bothers someone, even at the roots is with kids and stuff, you poke at that and jest, right? Mm-hmm. And so when I say low-hanging fruit, I, I I should probably say. They make it easy for comedians. They make it right, put, right. Put that, put right. that material yeah. together because because it, it pisses them off. Yeah, exactly. And well, they have to know too. They have to start being honest with themselves. Look, man, like, and again, shit, man, you you ain't gonna skip the motherfucking line. Every problem, every marginalized group is the microcosm of the original sin. You know, in some form or fashion. We ain't going around here fixing all these motherfucking microcosms, man. Well, I think you know, I, I think they'll get fixed if we fix their sin.
2: Every 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 splinter of our society wants their they want their particular uh nuance or whatever to be acknowledged and respected by everyone instantaneously. And unfortunately that's just not how life works. You know what I mean? And people have to
0: accept that.
1: Well, we are getting towards the end yeah, of but the show. Yeah, that's not the culture right now because everybody everybody through social media has a megaphone.
0: That's true. Yeah.
1: Well, I'm what Dude, I like to do is I like John's to Yeah, John's trying to wrap this thing up. He's like you got to get to brothers. No, <laughs> listen to I'm, up the ramp.
0: No, we've got we've got more yeah. we've got more time of course. I'm going to you know, I've got some time that I got to cut off of this anyway. So, but I was just trying to draw a line between all these things because what we were saying it always does come back to the root And the reason why it comes back to the root is that no matter what happens, they're always trying to cancel the same things. And it's always a black man. Uh, I saw it where someone made a comparison to James Baldwin and Dave Chappelle. And they said, well, the one thing that you can't compare James Baldwin and what he was saying to um, Dave Chappelle, because James Baldwin was a gay man. So the two of them never fit, but, The truth of the matter is they're both black men who are speaking truth and both were marginalized or attempted to be marginalized, tempted to be silenced, and despite all of that, they still stepped forward and made a point and started a conversation. And a lot of people at that time, it's funny when people champion someone that was so far outside of the stratosphere of what was acceptable and the atmosphere of of what was acceptable at the time when he was living and now they throw him forward as if like if James Baldwin were alive they would be hearing everything that he had to say now when the truth of the matter is they'd be trying to figure out ways to cancel him because they would say well he's too black he'd be way too black for them right now and he can't speak for himself and I can't speak to what But this is what we see going on right now. We see these people, everything is too far. These conversations that we're going to have, I find myself playing devil's advocate with a lot of positions that I take here in order to make a point. And the point is very simple. Things are never going to be 100% comfortable. And the truth of the matter is, you can be mad at someone who says that, like Dave Chappelle puts that point out there, but you're going to find out in 10, 15, 20 years that what they said is true. And then what are you going to do? Because you're no longer going to have the voice. The voice is going to be with the next generation of people who don't really know and understand how to grow up and go through these things. I see it now. A lot of the people that we deal with, the kids that I'm dealing with, are in their mid 20s and, like, you know, to the to 30s. And some of the things that they do, they're not. The same type of things that we were going through, we were a little bit more mature because we had to be. And I can guarantee you that if you took the generation before that, they were probably a lot more mature than we were. So we're a part of, we're not exactly an example of being, of shining success. We're actually a lot of times an example of um, a slow decline.
3: Friends I don't body. know. I think
4: we. I, I think we're at the end of the line of of uh, things that had been doing, being, been doing. They had been getting done the same way for years and years and years. I think that kind. I think we were at. I think we were still in that and that. You know, shit. It was rough. There was people. A lot of people on their own in their teens. You mm-hmm. know, what I'm saying when we was coming up, just like the generation before us. You no, know, it wasn't like you no know, go pick cotton at eleven type shit. But mm-hmm. you know, uh, it's still. It changed, man. I think the, I I don't know quite when the change happened. Maybe early '90s, where it's forever different well, and forever evolving at a higher rate than it had been. You man. know, and so so yeah, man. it's it, uh, I don't think it's gonna. I don't think ten years from now they're gonna be going backwards. I don't think it goes backwards.
0: I think that we because
4: I- look, man, all this is tied up. We fucked up on such a. G- g- you, you, I do have. You must have a delay. We fucked up on a grand scale when we started this shit, and all these things are really necessary. The exaggerating points and the and the hypersensitivity and everything else and every, I don't think it goes back. Is my point? I think it just evolves into some shit we can't even imagine.
0: I think it has to go back. There's no choice for it to go back. Maybe it's good. shit. And it's sort of like the we're we're really resembling that study of rats right now. Um, where the rats, they gave them enough food, and they gave them enough. Those that study wasn't just about food, you know. People who are who are conservatives, they use that as an example of, oh yes, if we give people food, then they we're going to become just like the rats and everything. No, you already we already in that. We already are that uh, tell, scenario to a large extent. Tell, tell me the study. The study was the tell me rats, what the study tell me what the study was. The study was like the scientists that they put the and we talked about it on the show before, they put the rats in a space where they had enough food for like more than more than enough food for them to grow and also enough space for them to expand. And what happened was after a couple of generations, they started to see the problems with the rats where some of the rats grew bigger. And they would just, for despite the fact that there was enough food, they'd start attacking the the other rats, um, just out of just because of the fact that they were larger, and they wanted more. And they, they wanted took to their purpose right. And then they saw they then you saw a hierarchy start to like develop. At one point in one generation, then the next generation was they started to the rats started to have babies, and they would pay less attention to the babies, and they would almost like leave the babies abandoned. And then there were a group of men, and this this group of men is sort of like the incels today. They stopped paying attention to everything, and they just only wanted to get what they could. You could say incels, you could even make the um, connection with libertarians, for example. They just want to get what's coming to them, and they want to pull it to their corner, and they don't want to talk to anyone else or see anything, give anything back to a community. And eventually what happened was the entire species died out. The entire pod eventually died out because they, re- they stopped producing, and the males became sterile, and they died. And this was the interesting thing is that they didn't do the study one time. They did the study over and over and over, and they got the same results over and over and over because this is what human nature is. So when you're fighting against these, what we're actually fighting against is we're fighting against our own natures and trying to re, to get our, pa- our brains to go in a different pathway than the one that we're going in that's going to fail. It's like it's going to fail. If you don't sit down and you don't think about what's going on. This whole thing, you know, I what I see ending up with Netflix, I can tell you what's going to happen with the Netflix employees. You know, maybe they might even take the company over to a certain extent. And then at the same time, another service is going to rise. It's going to rival Netflix and pretty much... Rise and take them over and make Netflix a the blockbuster of today. Twenty years from now, Netflix can be has the potential to be. It does. Because every time something you think it's too big to fail, what was the biggest fucking what was the biggest company in, in business when we were in the eighties? IBM. You use IBM any IBM products recently? Not really. So things grow too big and they grow out. Not a while, but you not don't. One. But they're still out there. They're still out there. They exist, but they don't exist in the same level that they were. AT and T. Well, no, I was AT and T at one time was I the biggest it, phone company in the world. Most people don't even get AT and T phones anymore. Not even cell phones. Right. I
4: think. I think. I think Netflix is about to clean house, and I'm not talking about in no drastic way, because they never do it in a drastic way anyway. A motherfucker could fire you a year before you leave and you not even know it. You know what I'm saying? But start the mills those emotions. You get marginalized. That's, that's that's how the big boys play. That was my experience you. in corporate America. That's how the big, I think if, it depends if somebody was pissed off, which which at the top of corporations, they get really pissed off when the motherfucking uh, peasants start, start making moves and shit and start acting entitled and stuff like that. Well, that's what i And and they just start. I'm telling. They start changing the culture. And all it takes is uh, putting one person in place and this and that. But they're gonna have to do it on eggshells because I I think the marginalized culture is ready to fight.
0: I think I think you know they.
4: I was I thought I was like damn the balls like no pun but you know walk out. I mean to to just say oh you know what we're gonna boycott. I mean or have a walkout day and this and that. Damn what. Shit, man! I think Netflix.
0: Like you in- got,
1: if you got enough people to have a walkout, you probably got a pretty friendly culture. Yeah,
0: you know, There's something wrong. Oh, I, I mean, right. how did that happen? Netflix
4: was. In- if
1: so, you why is
4: walkout, why is everybody willing talk to that risk that? Shit, huh?
0: they're,
4: they're in serious <laughs> trouble. Said,
2: talk that shit, rock. <laughs> what? If you if you got enough people to have a boycott, yeah. If you, you got to organize a boycott,
1: well. you got enough people that you got to org- that you can organize yeah. a boycott. You probably got a pretty friendly culture going. Yeah, right. exactly. And
0: you I, I so the reason why well, yeah, the reason why I think it's it's not gonna go that way, Gene, is because of the fact that what I the place that I started at is very simple. They are the trendsetter. They are the trendsetter for the trans community in a Fortune five hundred company. But why is that the trend? There is, because why is that the trend? No, they're the trendsetters because that is a company that they I came mean, a, in. Am I that, missing
4: something? Is there a higher percentage of
0: yeah, there's a higher percentage of trans people that work there. It didn't start out that way. It started out in 2015 with like, you know, four or five about people. In this
4: world, in this country, or are they the most marginalized? No, they're, so they're I see not, what this no, is. So they I'm must be is, claiming that they are the, the most marginalized.
0: That Well, I don't know what they're claiming right now. And
4: therefore, everybody, the populace really is going to care. No, follow me. The populace really cares. They, they are the trend to be set, you know. They, like there's a come up from setting that trend.
0: Well, there's. An I don't at- get
4: it, is what I'm saying. I'm either missing. It's yeah. more powerful than I imagine, or something. I don't know.
0: Well, if you want to talk about stereotypes, why is that the absurd. trend? Is my there's question. an attention. There's a there's a special um type of attention that's. That's like, you know, what about by that, by that whole, by the whole crowd? That's what they, they like, you know, everything is pose, strike a pose. It's like, it's glamorous. It's of course they think that everybody, of course they think that the attention is supposed to be on them. Cause that's what they, that's pretty much the shows that you see. That's the eye catching. When you see, when you see RuPaul. When you think about RuPaul. You don't think about RuPaul wearing the suit. You think about her, about her in the dress, snapping her fingers, being all smart and snarky, and doing those things. So it's like that's the culture that they believe that that's their culture, and that's what they're building it upon. And that's why I think it's a bad move. I think that they need to pull back, and everything they need to pull back, but they're not going to. What they're going to do instead is they're going to take Netflix no. and they're going to take that company over, and it's going to be pretty much the trans their their hope is to make it the trans a transgender country company, which is kind of interesting because the way let that, the way that Netflix made their money, let me just finish this. I'll let you finish the way that Netflix made their money was by selling services to low income people and black people. So minority people, Hispanic people who couldn't afford the high cable bills and things of that nature. And they started watching Netflix They started grabbing up those Netflix subscriptions. It became a thing, so much so that anytime you have a saying, you know it came from the black community, Netflix and chill. A cheap way for you to have a date and spend some quality time with the person that you want to see naked. I won't even say that you want to love, that you want to see naked. And this is what Netflix and chill came from. It came from our culture. Netflix was built up by our culture. And now it's being taken over by Hold another. Hold on, but
4: now, Netflix used to rent, uh, didn't they used to rent, they used to rent movies over there? Yeah, internet? by mail. Yeah, by, by mail. mail. By mail. Yeah. Uh, so, so look, my question is this: my question is this. I, I think I may have put my finger on it. So it must be that they are heavy contributors to the revenue system in Hollywood or or entertainment, because I'm trying to figure out where the power comes from.
2: You talking you talking about the alph- the alphabet?
4: I'm talking about the, the the not the well yeah no well, we're specifically talking about the trans part of the alphabet community.
2: Why well, I don't I don't think I mean I you don't know, to me I don't think you can separate them. I think I think it's all inclusive. But yeah, I I would be inclined to agree with that. In in entertainment there's a high level. Of, so they
4: bring in a lot of revenue. Okay, now that makes sense because Will you start talking about, you know,
0: I don't think that's where I began. I though. mean,
4: now it makes sense that why that would be, why that would be beneficial but to be a trendsetter. Not, my point in is, that area. though,
0: my point is, though, they, if, didn't, if they, they if didn't. They are responsible for that revenue. Coming they did. In. I can guarantee you right now. I don't. I don't even know the numbers, but if you look at their revenue numbers, their the numbers for Netflix, they their big come up was poor people, poor. People, people who support Donald Trump, people who live in poor, economic, depressed neighborhoods and areas, that is Netflix, that is Netflix money base. And that's why I don't see this ending well for for Netflix. For Netflix, I don't see it ending well. Right now, it's a huge company. I want to check back shit, in five years. I don't
4: know years. how. They are, they are under some shit. They have, well, who's their competition? Prime?
0: There's. A, listen. Everybody's who is, getting into competition. Who is, right, everybody.
1: Every everybody. Every single network's building yep. their but own. But
4: you got to have. Backwards. You got to have the pockets to make that content. Listen. In 1980. that Apple. content. So, so, in,
0: 1980, right, Amazon, so, in 1984. In 1984, who was, who was CNN's? Who was CNN's competition in 1984? Nobody. I don't know. Exactly. Didn't they didn't have the any. news. They didn't have any. So it's like they. I think that they leave.
4: MTVZ. either. At least, you know best so,
0: case best case scenario uh everybody person. coming out hmm? I think the best case scenario is a transgender person um ends up with everybody on network and that's a big win for them and that would be something that we haven't had
4: we they had probably already
0: do. we had b e t yeah they did we had b e t but Bob Johnson is hardly black so anyway
4: don't don't win don't Wendy Williams run her own network?
1: We don't even know what Wendy Williams is right now. Wendy's wet ratings have actually gone up without her on the show. Yeah, I wonder what network she's she's been. Ratings working. are actually up now that she's not hosting the show. Is it she the, is the car- better without her? Is a
0: is a is it a, it's it's a network from Cartagena?
4: See. You know, funky ass.
0: Well, we're well over time, you know? so I'm gonna say, hey fellas, that out. thank you once again for joining us I didn't even get a chance I to, talk I want about to say good luck one.
1: editing this one Holmes yeah this is going to be right. a tough one Yeah, yo I, I didn't like, even yeah. get a you chance you make this shit work with you being on fucking 10 second delay
4: yeah. I'm not on a delay they're going to cancel your ass for I this am, show. Yeah,
1: listen when you
0: speak <laughs> yo, I hear my voice you are I'm not on a delay I'm telling you it's going to be fine but from California Mr. Gene Hawkins give yourself a round of applause Hey, there you go.
4: Yeah, let's watch the Lakers
1: from New Jersey. You know, you're not watching the Jets,
4: Mr. Robert Brooks. I am, but I'm looking for the Lakers. The uh, who's? The who? I was. I, I lost. Know. I picked the wrong people in daily fan duel for that game. Fuck What's Lakers. the
2: uh? The the Cessnas.
4: Oh, the
1: Cessnas. <laughs>
2: the, yeah. the turbo props. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, because the these ain't no Jets right here, bro. <laughs> I, I have the game Jeez, on the me. He's a motherfucking...
0: Boy, they, they've been grounded, for sure. Yeah,
2: 42-10. Jo- Third 42, quarter.
0: 42, 10. Third quarter. Oh. Ouch. Yeah. John,
2: Jonathan Taylor just broke one for like 60 and a touchdown. Damn.
4: Yeah. Let me look at my fan, dude. And that kid is a beast, man. I, I, do, have, I do have Jonathan Taylor.
0: And from, oh, you have to. And from Detroit, yeah. Michigan. He's a beast. You got, and from Detroit, oh, Michigan, Wings and Things, the man himself. That's right. The number one <laughs> chicken supplier in all of the city of Detroit.
2: <laughs> Owner of City Wings. Uh, yeah, City Wings, baby. 2896 West Grand Boulevard, Detroit, Michigan.
0: Detroit, Come Michigan. Get you some. Get you some. Get you some wings.
4: <laughs> See, I had
0: to mix it up. I had to make it better bangs, because we've bangs. been kind of – We've been kind of we've been kind of slacking with our with our conversations with our commercials recently, so that's it. <laughs> Wings and things, right. fellas, born in trouble. BBC gummies, <laughs> uh, bbcgummies dot <bbc-gummies. laughs> But don't have an experience. Get don't have an experience. Like, well, you won't. They're actually the best gummies out there. But anyway, peace, love. And Just so. Shopping. So. Woo-hoo!